Hello and welcome to the Crossroads Church Podcast. My name is Nick and I'm the Communications Director here at Crossroads. For this week's podcast, I'm so excited to introduce our new series, F-Bomb. We live in a tension culture where it seems many are all too easily offended. Sometimes it hangs on as a resentment against people who have hurt us, regret over our own mistakes, or even bitterness toward God. This series will show how the pain we hold on to weighs us down and keeps us from the freedom God has for us. Each week, we'll address how to let go of the past for good and enjoy forgiveness for the future. So let's jump right into it as Pastor Craig kicks off our new series with a message titled, Get Over It. We are beginning a new series, and just to make sure you're excited about it and uh, that you're ready for this, our creative team came up with a creative idea for uh, this topic, and uh, we are going to drop some bombs, all right? Are you ready? How many ready to drop some bombs? Uh, we're going to drop some bombs this month, and uh, we're going to drop the F-bomb, but I'm going to teach you over the next three weeks the real F-word, okay? Uh, we're going to look at the real F-word. Word. How many of you know that we live in a divided culture, right? We live in a divided culture, and a lot of, a lot of people talk about that, but we also live in a very judgmental culture, and uh, we live in a culture where we, I believe, are easily offended. And I, I think social media has played into this somewhat uh, because we have a platform now uh, where we can express ourselves and take offense from other people and even take offense from people we don't even know. And um, this season, this past year, uh, what I have found myself doing is wondering if I'm going to offend somebody else next. You know, who am I going to offend next? Have you ever felt that way? You know, like, like are you going to be meeting as a church in person? Well, I'm offended. Well, you're not meeting in person? Well, I'm offended at that. Uh, you're going to require people to wear masks? Well, I am offended. You mean everyone doesn't wear a mask? Well, I am offended. You mean you're going to have in-person school in the classroom? I'm offended. You mean I'm going to have my kid at home and have to do school online I am offended at that. You know, you voted Republican in the last election. I'm offended. You voted Democrat in the last election. I'm offended. Do you know anybody like that? You know, you know if, what about if you pull out in traffic in front of somebody? You know, how many know that, that's not Okay. Right the other, the other day, I, I, Rochelle and I, we were going out on a date night, and, and uh, we're getting ready to pull into a parking spot that was open uh, right by the door. I knew the Holy Spirit had saved it for me. And um, so 
uh, I'm getting ready to pull in there. And as I'm getting ready to pull in there, the person next to that spot begins backing out. And I, so I hit my brakes, and I thought, well, they're going to hit me. So I get in reverse, and I start backing up, backing up, because they just kept coming. And then they realized, how many know the moment, they realized I was there. And so as, as the gentleman uh, began to get ready to pull off then, he waved. How many know that makes it all right? <laughs> right? And don't think I wasn't watching for it either, you know? Because uh, I don't know where you're watching from, but here in the Midwest, you better wave, all right? Uh, that, that's just what you do, and everybody knows that. It is an unwritten rule, and you will go straight to hell if you do not wave at the person acknowledging that was my bad. Uh, a person, you know, maybe, maybe you're like, well, I posted this this week, and this person, they never like my posts. I like their post, but they never like my posts. And I never show me any love on Instagram, you know, and I, I worked a long time making my nose look good on that picture, you know, and, and everything just perfect, the skin tones and everything there, and, and, and they, didn't even, they didn't even like it, or, or their comment. I'm not quite sure what was behind that comment. I think I'm going to cancel them. We live in a cancel culture. Come on. You know, I'm just going to cancel. We, we should cancel that person. Let me tell you something today. If you're on a search to be offended, you will find what you're looking for. You will find what you're looking for. And here's what I found is life is too short and my calling is too great to be sidetracked by something so small. And so what we've got to do, and, and today I'm going to help you do this, we got to get over it, all right? Turn to the person next to you and say, get over it. Just, just get over it, all right? If you're online, just type it in the chat. Get over it. Get over it. Look at Proverbs chapter 19 and verse 11. Here's what it says. A person's wisdom yields patience. It is to one's glory to overlook an offense. Now, when it says to, it's to one's glory, maybe you don't understand that, so let me break it down for you. It literally means it is to your benefit. Okay, not, not to the other person's benefit. We'll get more about that in a moment. But listen, it is to your benefit that you let it go. It is to your benefit that you forgive and move on. Now, we've all been misinterpreted at times. That's the reason why I hate you know, texting, you can't feel the person's voice in that. You can, don't see their facial expressions and things like that. How many have been misunderstood in texting? Somebody says, why are you so mad? And you're like, I am not mad at all. But now I'm kind of mad that you think I'm mad, you know? <laughs> but there's something called 
the fundamental attribution factor, all right? The fundamental attribution factor. And what this says, this, this way of reasoning, is there's a bias that we all have. And this bias is that I overemphasize what you do and I underemphasize what I do. So here's how this works. Like when, some, when you pull out in front of somebody, well, you just didn't see them. It was an honest mistake. You did not see them. But when somebody pulls out in front of you, they are a demon-possessed idiot, right? And so what happens is, is we can look at other people differently, come on, than what we look at our miscomings and mistakes and shortcomings, the things that we do. Here's what Peter said about this when he wrote about it in 1 Peter 4, 8. Above all, love each other deeply. Why? Because here's what love does. Love covers over a multitude of sins. I want you to get that down. We're gonna come back to that in a moment. But here's what love does. It covers even the multitude of sins, all right? The multitude of sins. Now, to help show us a picture of this, I love it when Jesus comes along because he's so practical. He just breaks it down. He makes it so easy so that we can understand it. And and I want you to get this today from Luke chapter 17, a story where Jesus is teaching his disciples about this F word, all right, about forgiveness. And Jesus said to his disciples in Luke chapter 17, verse 1, things that cause people to stumble, listen to this, here's what Jesus said, they are bound to come. If you get on social media, you're bound to get offended. It's it's just a matter of time. might take a day or two, all right? But eventually, you'll get offended. If you get texts on your phone, you're going to get offended. If you try to have friends in your life, you're bound to get offended. It's, it's offenses are going to come. How many know that? If you get married, come on, somebody. Where are my married people? Or my formerly married people, all right? See, and, and, and so they're bound to come. So watch yourselves. You gotta watch yourself. If you're, and Jesus helps us to know how to do this. If your brother or sister sins against you, rebuke them, and if they repent, forgive them. Let it go, Jesus said. Even, now here, here we're gonna get tough. Even if they sin against you, how many? Seven times a day. And the implication is the same thing over and over and over and over again. Seven times come back to you saying, oh, my bad. You know, my bad. My bad, I pulled out again, you know. Seven times, that's seven time, all right. My bad. 
You're like, this is getting old. Here's what Jesus says. You must forgive them. <laughs> wow. So the apostles said to the Lord, well, you better increase our faith then. <laughs> Hello? I want to increase your faith today because you can do this. You can do this. If it weren't possible, Jesus wouldn't have said it. But the disciples knew if we're going to do this, it's going to take your help, Jesus. How many need the Lord's help to do this? To pull this off. When your roommate steals from you, when your boyfriend lies about you, when your husband is addicted to porn, when your friend gossips about you, when a person abuses you and you've got to face them, why forgive them? Why forgive them? They don't deserve to be forgiven. So how am I supposed to forgive them after what they did to me? The disciples said, you better increase our faith because we're going to need some real faith, right? Not, not some panty-waisted faith in a relationship with the Lord where you're kind of half in and half out and you're just kind of halfway committed to God. No, 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 this, this is all in. This is gonna take all in kind of faith. So let me help you, let me break it down. I wanna give you three things today that forgiveness is not. Are you ready for this? Everybody online, are you ready, RC fam? All you guys are watching right now, you're participating, get a pen, you know, pull over first if you're driving, okay? But uh, write these down maybe. Forgiveness, first of all, forgiveness is not, according to Jesus, optional. It's not optional. Jesus was clear. He says, you must forgive them. Not, you know, I'd, I'd like for you, you know, this would be good. This would be good for publicity. You know, it would help my image, Jesus said. No. He said, you, you've got to forgive them. So let's take a look at some other words of Jesus. Here's what he says in Matthew. Matthew 4, 5, 43. You have heard then it was said, this is what people say out there in the world, love your enemy, or excuse me, love your neighbor, hate your enemy, okay? That, that's what the world says. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, okay? So, so here's what we're supposed to do. If we're a real Christ follower, if we got the real thing, we love them and we pray for them. We bless them in Jesus' name. Look at Matthew chapter six. This one will really shake you, all right? 
Uh, here's what Jesus says in verse 14. For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, look at what's going to happen. Your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, notice this, your Father will not forgive your sins. I don't know about you, but there's some verses in the Bible that shake me up. That there's some of the words of Jesus that just shake me to my core. And this happens to be one of them. That just should stop you in your tracks. We have to forgive. And I want you to know I am not being oblivious to the pain that you might have endured. Okay? And I am not making light. I am not being trite about what maybe you have incurred in your life. I realize that in this world, some awful things can happen. Some horrible repercussions that affect not only you, but affect everyone around you can happen. And it can be so, so unfair. And I'm not saying it's easy, but I am saying it's necessary. It's not optional. Jesus says, you've got to do this. And we'll, we'll see why a little bit later. But next, next thing I want you to write down is know that it's not only not optional, but it's not forgetting. Okay, that, that's not what forgiveness is. It isn't pretending that it didn't happen. Craig, are you saying just act like it didn't happen? Because I can't do that. Are you saying that we just sweep it under the rug and, and just move on and say, you know, they did this, but it wasn't really wrong? No, that's not what I'm saying. Forgiving a betrayal, and listen to this, forgiving a betrayal and a hurt in your life doesn't mean just staying and allowing them to keep on hurting you. Okay, we, we just highlighted in our offering moment about our partnership with Sheltering Wings here locally. And this is an organization that if you're abused, listen to me, if you're in an abused situation where you're taking abuse over and over and over again. Maybe the person says, I'll change. I'll change. They've been saying that for how long now? And you're just in this abusive situation. It is, it is tearing you apart. Maybe it's tearing your whole family apart and you need help. Let me tell you something. If you live local here in, in Hendricks County area, you need to call Sheltering Wings and get help. All right, that's why we give generously to them each month. You don't have to stay in that situation. But even in that, the hope is healing. It's help and healing. You, you, you forgive, but then you may have to set some new boundaries. That There may have to be some new rules. And it's gonna take time, yes, time to rebuild trust in your life. So it's not forgetting. First Peter again 4:8 says, love covers the multitude of sins. Let me show you kind of how this works. So the Bible says love covers over the sin. 
over the offense. Whoop, it's still there, right? And if I want to bring it back up again after five years, after you did this to me on Tuesday, December 3rd, you know, 2015 or whatever, I can do it. But Peter says that's not what you do. What you choose to do is you choose to cover it. See, it's still there. I still remember what you did. I I still can maybe even detail it if need be, but that's not what I choose to do. Hello, are you getting this? What I choose to do, listen to this, is the same thing my father does against every offense that I have brought before him. He could use it against me, but rather than do that, here's what my father does. He chooses to cover it over. So then when the devil's saying, hey, 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 I know what kind of person you are, and the Lord says, well, I don't see that. I don't see that in you. I don't see you as a liar. I don't see you as a thief. I don't see you as an adulterer. I don't see you as, as a, an abuser. I don't, I don't see you as that anymore because what I did is I came along and you were that before Christ, but now I have covered you in the blood. I have made a way for you and I don't see it anymore. How many are glad God does that for us, right? So that's what we do. So love covers, but you can't forget And here's the other thing that forgiveness is not. Forgiveness is not optional, it's not forgetting, and it's not fair. It's not fair. And and therefore, it's not natural. It's not natural for a woman to forgive her abuser. It is not natural to overlook the lies that have been told about you, and a friend did that. It is not fair for a wife to forgive her husband who committed adultery against her. I've been reading a book by Lisa Turkhurst, and and I would recommend it. It's called Forgiving What You Can't Forget. And she wrote this book. Lisa is a person who speaks around the country, actually around the world, has written books before, had a great platform of ministry, and her husband stepped out and had an adulterous affair. Publicly humiliated her, and it looked to be beyond repair. They separated and divorced and, and all. This is the book she's written after the Lord put them back together. And she's so brutally honest in this book about her feelings and about, no, I don't forget it. I'm fully aware of everything he did. Every every part of it. And yes, I still have things that flare up in my life. I want to read you what she said also. She said, this forgiveness I realized was based 
only on my obedience. Doing what I said at the beginning, that, that it's not optional. Lisa said, I, I realize I, it's not like, well, I don't know if I'm going to forgive him or not. Uh, no, I have to forgive him. And to do it, it's obedience. And, and so I've just got to do it as an act of obedience. She said, it's not the feeling of forgiveness. It's not, oh, I feel like I'd just love to forgive you right now. No, she says it's the willingness to forgive. See, that, that's the part we don't want to own, isn't it? Because we want to blame the other person. And the reason why I can't forgive is because of them. No, 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 it doesn't involve them at all. You say, oh, but, but what they did. No, 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 no. Understand, it's a choice. You're empowered. You're giving the power to them. You give the power to your abuser. You give the power to that person who makes those ugly comments online. You give the power right back to them when you say, they keep me from being able to forgive. Lisa said, no, I realize it's, it's my choice, listen to this, to live free. It's my choice to live free. And you know, in life, we often say, you know, life just isn't fair. Let me tell you something. I am so glad that God is not fair. How many are glad God isn't fair? How many are glad you don't get what you deserve? You, you, you really don't. Let me, let me read it for you. Psalm 103, David put it into words in this psalm. I love this. This is one of my favorite psalms. He says, he, speaking of God, he does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to what we owe for our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, I'm so glad he didn't say north to south. This is before they even knew the world wasn't flat. Long time before that. And the Holy Spirit said, no, don't say north and south. Because you're going to find out that you can measure that. Right? Anybody pass science class? You know, know your geography? Anybody have a globe? You know, it goes so far north and then you start going south. Oh, it goes so far south, you start heading north. But you can just keep going east. You just keep going west. And, and so he says that, that's how far he has removed our transgressions from us. I don't know about you, but if I would read that passage a few more times today, I think I'd shout all the way up until the Super Bowl starts this evening. How many are with me? I mean, when I think about his goodness, when I think about his grace, when I think about his mercy, when I think about what I deserve and what I've earned, then I, the earth should just open up and take me right down to hell. But by his grace, his mercy. I don't get what I deserve. I get what I need. 
How many are glad for that today? So forgiveness is not any of those things. Let me help you now with what forgiveness is. Here's what forgiveness is. Write this down. It's giving what you got. That, that's what forgiveness is. It's giving others what God gave you. And we just read about it. See, here's, here's what God gave you. He chose to give you mercy. He chose to give you grace. He chose to give you love. He chose to give you a second chance and a third chance and a fourth chance. How many? He's given you a few chances right now. Am I talking to anybody who's been forgiven of your lying, of your cheating, of your stealing, uh, of your adulterous lifestyle, uh, of maybe hurting other people with your words, uh, an ugly attitude, a gossipy tongue, and, and negativity that comes out of you that you make excuses for. Let me tell you something. We give what God has given us. We give forgiveness. And here, here's what will help some of us who say, well, I don't want them to get what's coming to them. Okay, let me, let me just help you with that. God is the original avenger. Okay, it's not Captain America, okay? That's not the original avenger. All right, the original avenger is God. Because God said a long time ago, I'll repay don't worry about it. You don't have to repay. And how many think God might be better able at repaying people than you are? So if he wants something to happen, because you may say, well, I'm trying to pray for him. You know, I'm trying to pray through to this and, and all. And, and how many know God's able to do stuff? Yeah, and God's able, because you may be praying for him to get a hemorrhoid, you know? Come on, somebody. You know, I mean, I want my enemy to get one colossal, you know, like they've never had before or whatever, or something about a flat tire. All four of them go flat, you know? But, but God says, no, 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 no. I'll repay. I'll take care of it. And if not in this world, in the world to come. Look again at... At Proverbs 19.11, this time in the New Living Translation, it says it like this. Sensible people. How many you'd like to be known as that? Right? Isn't that all of us? You know, like to be known as sensible people? Here's what sensible people do. They control their temper. And they earn respect. Why? Or how? By overlooking wrongs. I don't have enough time to preach all this today, but the word that's used there is the same kind of word for Passover. And if you know anything about Passover, you know that back in the Old Testament, God said, I'm going to bring my people out of bondage. I'm going to bring them out with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm, and all of Egypt is going to know who's in charge and who's in control. And I'm going to make a distinction between my people and the people who are not my people. In one night, I'm going to do it. And here's what you better do. You better put the blood to your home. 
And long before a cross was ever invented, he said, I want you to put it up on the head post and on the two side posts. And it's going to drip down on the ground and it's going to form like a cross. Now, he didn't say all that because they wouldn't have known what in the world he was talking about. But hundreds and hundreds of years later, they knew what he was talking about. And here's what God said, when I see the blood, I will pass over you. And then he says, and from this point on, every year you're going to celebrate this. It's, it's when I passed over you, and you're going to thank me that I passed over you. That it wasn't because of you. It wasn't because of your goodness. It wasn't because of your greatness. It wasn't because you're so holy. It wasn't because you're so righteous. You're so perfect. It's because of my grace and because of my mercy that I passed over you. That's what God said. And then Jesus comes along, and on Passover, don't you just love it when God is so right on time? On Passover, Jesus dies on that cross, just like the blood on those doorposts. And Jesus once and for all took all sin of all time upon him so that when God looks down, he says, oh yeah, you're just like that guy. Uh, you, you've messed up just as many times as your neighbor. Uh, yeah, you, you've screwed up and you've done this and you've done that. And, all, and I know all about that, but guess what? I don't see it anymore because I'm going to pass over you. I'm going to pass over you. And so, you know, uh, Satan is the great accuser. Jesus is the great excuser. In 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, he says, but if we confess our sins to him, and this is hope for somebody watching today, that you think, and maybe the devil's even told you you've been too bad, you, you've blasphemed God, you've blasphemed the Holy Spirit, you've done this, you've done that. And let me tell you something, if you're watching this today, you, you, God has your number. You are not outside of his grace and mercy. The only, for, only thing he cannot forgive, the only sin right now that he can't forgive is the one you don't confess. Okay? If you confess, look at what it said. Don't just trust me. Here's what he says. If we confess our sins to him, whatever it is, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all wickedness. Listen, this is the gospel right here. It is the receiving and the giving of forgiveness. It's the pouring in of the forgiveness of God and then the pouring out of God's forgiveness to those around us. Are you getting this? So, so it flows. It flows to us, but then it's got to flow through us, Jesus said. So let me ask you, how's your flow? <laughs> Have you got a grace flow going through you? to where you're, you're just able to forgive others the way God has forgiven you? Why does God, why, why is God so hung up on this that I've got to forgive like this? Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why, why this bothers him so bad. Because he loves you so much. 
That's why. He knows what unforgiveness is going to do to you. I could get into medical reasons today. You, you could Google those medical reasons why you don't want to be a bitter person, why you don't want to be an unforgiving person. There, there's medical reasons why you wouldn't want to be that. But God says it, it's even bigger than that. It, it's bigger than that. You don't forgive to heal the other person. Because even if I don't forgive them, God can heal them. And then go on their merry way while I'm over here seething. No, who God wants to heal is me. He wants to heal us. Forgiveness will, listen, set you Free. It may not set them free. They may still go on being an abuser to the next person. They may still go on a liar, a cheater, a thief, a ste- stealing peop- from people and doing all kinds of mess and things like that. that. They may go on doing that. But let me tell you something. You're free. You're free. And it doesn't, again, I'm not belittling what happened to you. I- I'm telling you, it can be tough to do it. And that's the reason why you got to pray like the disciples. Lord, increase our faith. Increase our faith today. I'm getting there, God. The longer Craig talks, I'm getting a little closer than where I was when he first started talking. And, And so I can move from bitter to better. Faith allows me to see freedom when other people only see offense. See, it it changes my perspective. So the question I gotta ask is is not asking how much forgiveness do they deserve, but how much freedom do I desire? Do do I really wanna be free and live free? If I do, then listen, here's what I gotta do. Like Lisa Turkers, I've gotta choose forgiveness. I've gotta choose it. And don't you want to get your joy back? Huh? Don't you want to get your joy back, your peace back that you used to have? Don't you want to stop being a victim? Don't you want to choose to get over? I I mean, one of the best illustrations of this is Rochelle. I remember when she contacted a person that had had done some things when she was a kid, and and she forgave them, and, and the power of that forgiveness was so amazing. It not only set her free, it set them free to serve Jesus and to be changed by Jesus. Let me tell you something. Forgiveness won't just change the past because it really won't change the past, but it'll change the future. It'll change the future. And you may say, well, Craig, I think you just see things through rose-colored glasses. You ever had somebody say that? You know, you, you're just seeing things through rose-colored glasses. No, that's not how I'm seeing things today. I want you to know I'm choosing to see things through blood-colored glasses. See, I, I'm going to look at people differently as a result of this message. See, I, I'm going to choose to look, you know, you offend me. You hurt me. You do something. I'm over it. 
How do I get over it? Because I'm gonna look at you through the lens of how God looks at me. And how he looks at me is through the blood-stained hands of Jesus. The blood that he shed for me, listen, forgives me, it covers me. So today, he's looking at me and he says, I know, I know, you, you know, devil, you think that Craig, he's a mess, yeah. He tries, he, he wants to live perfect, he wants to do everything right and all, but oh my goodness, I know. But you know what? He's my son. He's my child. He's forgiven. He is washed. He is clean. He is holy because I am holy. And let me tell you something. That's how I look at you. That's how I got to look at those around me. I, I've got to see them. See, because when, when I'm not seeing it that way, see, I can see the abuse. I see the, oh, I'm going to take offense at that. Mm, you didn't wave at me when you pulled out in front of me. Oh, you said something on Facebook. I'm offended at that. Oh, you're, you put in the chat the temperature where you're watching from today, and I'm in the Arctic cold of the Midwest right now. I'm offended at that. No, no, uh, see what I'm gonna do. Come on, people. Let's look, at, let's look at them through the lens of what God looks at me. I'm so glad, I'm so glad. This is how he sees me today. This is how he sees you today. If you're happy that God sees you through the blood, give him a praise right now. I want to close with this. Everybody say this with me. Put it up on the screen. Those of you at home, I don't care where you are. Try and say it with me right now. Here's what we're going to say. The mission ahead of me is greater than the transgression behind me. You need to say it again. And you need to, maybe you need to write down, take a picture of the screen or whatever. Here, here it is. The mission ahead of me is greater than a transgression behind me. See, I, I can't be weighed down. I can't let that hurt from 10 years ago continue to hurt me today. I can't allow what somebody said five years ago or five hours ago affect my joy, affect my peace, affect my happiness. I, I cannot be weighed down got too much that God has for me to do. My mission is too great for that. So today, I choose to let it go. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, through the Holy Spirit right now, you can identify, I think you've already identified what it is for each of us. And so right now I'm asking that you will help our faith, just like the disciples said, Lord, increase our faith, increase it, because some of us have got to let it go. If you're here today and you'd say, there's something I need to let go, 
that there's still something I need to let go in my life. Will you just raise your hand right now and just say, yeah. Probably all of us have something, but but just, just raise it up toward the Lord. And if you're at home or wherever you are, just stretch your hand toward the screen right now. I'm gonna pray. Heavenly Father, you know what happened. And I'm sure it broke your heart just like it broke ours. And I'm sure you were disappointed and I'm sure that you felt all that we felt. But just like we have sinned against you and you have chosen forgiveness, you have chosen to cover it over. Today, we choose to cover it over also. By the same grace that we've been shown, we extend that grace right now to those who have hurt us, who have afflicted us, who have done emotional damage to us, who have done financial damage to us, they've stolen from us, they've hurt us, they've abused us, they've whatever, we, but we let it go. We let it, let it go right now in Jesus' name. We let it go just like you have for us. And maybe you're watching or maybe you're in the room and you are in need of that grace. Those glasses that I put on, that's how God wants to see you today. But he says, when I see the blood, I'm gonna pass over you. Let me ask you a simple question. Have you asked for God's blood, his forgiveness of his sacrificial death on the cross through Jesus? Have you asked for that to pay for your sin? because it's not automatic. The Bible says, whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Now all it costs is a call and it's a free call. You, you just call and he says, I am faithful and just to forgive you of your sins and to cleanse you of all unrighteousness. If you're ready to be cleansed, if you're ready to be forgiven, if you're ready to be washed, if you're ready to be made ready to go to heaven, if you were to die today, you have no doubt that you're going to heaven. If you're ready for that, if you wanna pray this prayer right now, just shoot your hand in the air if you're in the room and say, yes, that's me. I need this. I need his grace. I need his mercy in my life. If you're online, just, just stretch your hand toward the screen right now and I'm gonna lead us in a prayer. Everybody praying, say, dear, Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for sending Jesus to die on the cross for me, to pay for my sin. Today I receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. As much as I know how, I commit my life to you. Thank you for forgiving me, for washing me, and accepting me as a child of God, in Jesus' name, amen. Come on, let's praise him today for all of us.